previously on Neoscum. After a shootout at a dragon worshipping gas station, Tech Wizard drives Xanadu deeper into the Rockies. The other Neoscum plus Scott lie groggy in a bad condition after taking the brunt of a mass confusion spell. After Tech nearly passes out at the wheel, Dak wakes up just in time to take control of Xanadu. As the crew comes to their senses, danger rears its head. Dak sees fire on the road. In a split second, Dak goes pedal to the metal, into the flames, and sends Xanadu crashing through a magical barrier. There is a thud on the top of Xanadu. Someone or some ones are on top of the vehicle. Whatever they want, you can bet it isn't friendly. Today's Neoscum contains an arrangement composed and performed by Gio Benedetti. Details can be found in the liner notes for this episode. Thanks, Gio. Did I ruin my sound check? No, I sound good. Myself, anyway. And I'm editing this episode, so... (laughs) (laughs) It would actually be so funny if I edited this episode because it'd be like, wow, the editing has gotten so good. And then we would go to like like some... Wait, would you not uh, even... I think I would do a good job because I would... But I, it would not be the same. It would just clearly be like, and then an amateur stepped in. Well, the tools themselves take uh, time to even right. even do what you want to do. Let right. Alone, so I like, put actually... the beginning at the end, and I put the end at the beginning. Whoa, kind of like um, Pulp Fiction. Memento. 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 It what, just goes backwards. What if What if Eleni, you stepped in and you were a savant, and we had to like have this conversation with Casey? Was like, <laughs> so hey, listen, dude, Casey, you gotta uh, back Casey. off. You gotta give up the edit, Casey. Oh, Eleni, and yeah, you guys keep being like, no, we just want your hands to be okay, and we're like, oh, okay. So yeah, we're, we lie to you for y- sure. Yeah, yeah, but like, really, no more <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. So just watch out, Casey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. Just give it again. Give it. Can describe it one more time. What you've just done, Tech Wizard. Uh, Tech Wizard, uh, as he was crawling in between the seats, grabbed the receiver for the radio and the speaker on top of Xanadu, and started shouting through it the answer to the question: What is the freedom we seek? Is the call? The response is: We seek the freedom of our people. And you know what? Honestly, at the, he yells that a few times, and then he 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 keeps going. He keeps going. Okay, great. We're moving into combat right now. Zenith, you're first up. So I guess uh, I, the way Zenith pops into combat for this is like Dak uh, is yelling about apes on the roof, and at first Z is just like stressed out. He like can't figure out what the fuck is going on, um, and then when Dak goes to like dodge the fireball. Z immediately realizes, like, a, like a switch goes off in his head where he's like, he means there's people on the roof, and then he like thinks back to hearing the dum dum, and now he like bolts into action. And so what he does is, what I was gonna do is have him hang out the window. And I guess Dak, I was gonna ask, um, are there like handholds on the outside of the window? Absolutely. Tight. Uh, yeah. So Z is like right next to the left side of the cabin, and he essentially just 
pulls himself out of the window and puts his hand on the handle on the outside of the window and leans back as far as he can. And he's going to look out back towards the trailer. Can he see anybody who's on the vehicle at the moment? That's a pretty, that's a pretty difficult athletic maneuver. A bit right? Like, are you hanging fully out of the vehicle right now? No, no, I'm thinking like he put it, he like put his upper body out and he's sitting on the windowsill I see. Uh, and has a handhold. But he's also, he's like leaning far back enough to try to see whoever's on top of it. You see the flames behind you. You do not see anyone on the roof. From, okay. from your angle, you can't make anyone out. Okay, um, so Z is like looking out and can't can't do it by line of sight. So he sends his ocular drone out and is sending it up, uh, floating up above the trailer to investigate. Okay, cool. How fast is Xanadu going right now? So previously we were going sixty-five miles per hour. Is that what Tech was doing? Well, yeah, but then you. I sped up, and then we hit something. I would imagine we're probably going like seventy. Six trombones in the big parade. There it is, baby. Okay, so uh, can you? Is there some sort of maneuvering like skill you can do for the for your eyeball to see, make sure you can keep up with this vehicle? Yeah. So I'll roll computer and logic. Here, twelve. Uh, Gannon, just really quick note. I noticed that Xanadu has a eighteen in fire protection. Mm-hmm. Oh. Never really played with those before. That's pretty handy. Well, it, you took no damage. From, if you took damage from it, then maybe that would be on the table and just that it would not catch fire. Okay. But it even more so did just not do damage. In case something happens. But that just is wanna, good to just know. just want to throw that out there. Hey, as all of this is happening, like, as free actions, Tech is still just, like, pleading through the receiver. He's shouting things like, um... <clears throat> I'm a mage! I'm not a mage of the Wob! Only a couple of seconds have, have taken place. It's but all, like, noted. Yeah. Still hooting. You roll yet? No, not yet. Okay. Wow, that was a really bad roll. Um, I only got two hits. What? The, was that picked up? I don't know, but Thunder just struck right after. Like, literally when I would have put the fucking sound effect... Thanks, uh, Christ. <laughs> no, that was Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Needs oh, come guiding oh, you. Yeah, you got to get in the Patreon to know that joke. <laughs> so so the ocular drone pops out of your eye. Puss sound redacted. And starts, like, flying through the air. But it's, like, the trajectory of it shooting out of your eye combined with the trajectory of the vehicle that it was, of Xanadu. Of, like, you're, you're, having, you're struggling to... To, to regain it, yeah. sight and to handle it. So we're going to, when we circle back around to you, you'll have to roll to handle your drone to make sure cool. that everything's working out good. Okay. Do next. I just, uh, like from that, do I have any idea where these people on top of the truck could be? None. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Deck Rambo. Cool. Um, so what is ahead of me? We are through the fire. Yeah. It's a straightaway from here. Looking in the darkness with your brights on, again, rushing small river to your left, forest a little bit beyond that. But now to your right, it's a big, like, open, sort of, like, plainy area in the darkness. I mean, there's, like, no lights at all on the street at all, so it's very dark outside of your lights, but it just looks like a big blank, like, beyond. You can maybe see some lights in the distance of some houses. Dak, and I'm playing my truth, snatches the radio com from Tech and screams into it, Challenge me, cowards! And then the space weed that he just inhaled 
It makes his eyes roll back up into his head, and they close, and then when they open, there's Xanadu's headlights, and he is in full-on deck truck bow mode. He's in level two, and you don't want to see what level three is, buddy. <laughs> and your truck. Yeah, he feels his skin crawling with the impurities of the flying imps that are on my back, little lice that I am about to wash off with my holy fury. And Dak is going to accelerate while taking control of the arm, his little antennae, and just start swinging it around like a helicopter. <laughs> Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, can you give me some sort of roll for that? Yeah. This would be kind of the equivalent of, what do you call that, when you're just, like, firing the machine gun that's... Blind fire. It's not blind cover fire. Cover fire? It's like a cover of fire. Suppressing fire. It's suppressing. This is like a suppressing fire because you're not using it to individually knock anyone out, but you're swinging it around, so that maneuvering in that area is extremely difficult. Awesome. What's, the, what's the range on the arm? Can you get all the way to the back of the trailer? <laughs> so I like to go by the art that was made for us... Uh, I don't think it can go all the way back to the trailer. Okay, that's what I thought. You, um, can't, you can't scratch your ass with it. If nah. You're, if you're Jack Truck. Trust me, and it's itchy. You can scratch your <laughs> shoulder. Yeah. You can scratch your shoulder, and I, I think I want to make it difficult for the people who are on the back of the trailer <clears throat> try to approach the cabin. Four hits. Terrific. Four hits. So, <laughs> spinning like a helicopter right now, we're going to move to an unseen figure. Do a vehicle check there, Dak Rambo. Pox, what's going through your head right now while this dice roll's going on? Ooh, so Pox is seeing her comrades losing it. I mean, everybody is screaming in here and going crazy. Pox has got her hair flying in this fiery wind, and like I said, like the fire is flickering in her eyes, and she is thrilled and excited. Very fearless and feeling indefeatable and feeling like she's going to go on that roof and kill whatever motherfuckers are up there. Boom, boom, boom. Nothing to do, just sitting there, nothing to lose. Tired of a life of petty crimes, tired of counting up your nickels and dimes. Well, it's time to spice it up, and it's time to mix it up. Six hits. Six hits. Good. And and wow. that thunder just went off, so. This wow. thunder is so epic for this. Th- <laughs> okay, so, Dak, you see to your left, kind of like a little bit behind Xanadu, you see just all of a sudden like a, like a clap of of lightning just shoot across the broadside of Xanadu, but miss. If it's not clear, this is magic. What? Someone shot what? Someone shot a lightning bolt. How is that possible? It's, well, you know how, like, a lightning bolt comes down from the sky? No. This is, like, coming out, like, sideways, like a guy's command man a lightning bolt and just goes down the left side or the right side? Left side. So it comes real close to where Zenith is poking his head out of the window. Yeah, let's say, yeah, Zenith 
It's actually so so it was much it was pretty hot during the day. You're feeling it's cool now, especially with the cold air rushing in front of your face, very intense yeah, and then dry like, climate, yeah. Yeah. That bolt of lightning silently like pops past you and then you hear a little like as it as it disappears, but it's like Gotta get some interference from that bad boy too, Ooh, the pants. electromagnetic. Casey, this is gonna be a hard episode to edit. Yeah, Pimp. <laughs> just, just throwing a bunch of slide whistles or whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. Okay, More Scott Boner jokes. It's a tech wizard's turn right now. Question, Gannon. I meant to. This is something I meant to ask you about. Uh, just GM talk outside of this okay. recording. Yeah. Um, is the Activating the robes with a memory. Yeah. Can you do that now? Tech is shouting still into the thing, begging, like slamming the console, like anything he can possibly think of to connect with these people and, and disengage them. And he's like, we, we are friends of Blister! Uh, so as he's saying that, he's hyperventilating, and that's the moment that the lightning bolt goes by Z's face and you feel like the hair on your arms stand up and on your neck and feel its its presence and hear the crack of it. And at this point, it's like Jenga, or not Jenga, it's like dominoes. Maybe a little bit of both. The lightning cracks by Tech Wizard immediately in this panic remembers himself as a child and these soldiers as they were escorting him he and his family out of their homes i remember squirt as a boy when the hard times came and they forced us to leave he stood up oh it's a long story and a sad story he's brought back to the memory of the time where he'd shocked the soldiers when the lone star troops were moving them tech wizard kicked at their shoes and he was so young they weren't gonna hurt him but tech wizard from his vision is surrounded by these soldiers and these soldiers are laughing and kind of pushing him along. Tech Wizard is kicking and, and throwing fists pointlessly. It was something that you'd go on to tell other members of the family for a long time. It's a very cherished memory of hers. Suddenly, one soldier gives a big snort, looks at his friend, grabs Tech Wizard by the lapel, and just lift grabs him towards himself. And at that moment, from Tech Wizard's perspective, you see the growing blue light of electricity start to emit and crawl away from his hands, and suddenly a big white flash, revealing himself to be a magic user, which was not known. You're brought to a dirt road, trodden with footprints, damp and muddy, and you see from a child's perspective a naked man with light brown hair on his knees. We see a, an older looking man who looks just like Tech Wizard. And you see another man, a little bit of gray around the hair at his temples, pull a gun up to his head and blue skies, green grass, Tech Wizard, a young boy's hands, sparks coming off of them. He looks up to the right of him with a smile of anticipation at an adult man's face, a little bit of gray starting to peek in around the hair at his temples. He pats Tech on the shoulder. You're doing a great job. Baglin, what are you doing out there? Come on in! So the two of them turn their smiling and they're walking 
towards a suburban house. In the distance, we see a, an older looking man who looks just like Tech Wizard. You see from a child's perspective, a naked man on his knees, and you see another man, little gray, his temples, pull a gun up to his head. At that moment, from this perspective, you see hands grip the eyes like somebody is grabbing his head and of the camera, and they pull them aside and make them look away. Oh, it's a long story and a sad story. And what you see as you look away are the robes of the naked man over in the mud to the right. And then you hear the sound of the gunshot. You see his father, you know, because Technos stripped naked, his robes in the mud, shot in the back of the head. You see his mother get pushed down to her knees as well. Tech Wizard creates it, and obviously he knows he created it. It's a phantasm, right? Mm -hmm. And he recognizes that this creature is his mother and his father. Bullet holes through the center of each skull. I am coming face to face with trauma that, that that has haunted me since I was like, a little kid. And then he closes his eyes and he opens them again. And there his parents are. The first time he's seen them since he was four years old. And the thing is, he'd forgotten their faces. He had lost that. It sounds like you want me to save you or something. I I can't do that. Hey kid, um, I'm just saying magic is just who I am. Sometimes when you're a grown-up, you have to do things that stand against everything you believe. He pats Tech on the shoulder. You're doing a great job. I'm so fucking selfish, and I'm so... I'm just... You're doing a great job. I'm I'm so... I'm so wrapped up. You're doing a great job. I'm so over my head. You're doing a great job. Because I am fucking scum. You're doing a great job. (laughs) I fucked it up. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. You fucking like fucking everything I fucked. You're doing a great job. Oh, it's a long story and a sad story. What's the thing that binds it all together? Just the overwhelming sense of loss. And he feels like he's four again, and he feels like that uncontrollable magic staring at his father's robes in the mud, watching as, you know, the blood started to cloud the water around it. There's a connection forming, there's a connection forming, and... The stars and moon start to glow with a slight iridescent light. Okay, so we got to do the interlude. Oh, 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 this is going to have the interlude song. Wow, let's maybe, maybe we can start with that. Okay, and a squeeze Do the cheap. Creep, creep. It's the interlude, baby. We're all 
Oh my god, I've done it. I've got the bouquet of chocolate bunnies. Yes. Sick. Well, okay, well, just go right from here. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Wow. What the Whoa. fuck was that? That sounded wow. so wow. good. That sounded way better than an actual Neil Scum episode, even. Wow. Wow. Is Gavin wow. a funk singer? Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, put yeah. down that groovy blue holographic guitar. Okay. My man. He put it's, it down. It's down. And, and now? Um, and now it's time to talk to now, you about that guitar. Okay. Gannon, the way you make <laughs> me feel when you play that guitar all the time mm-hmm. is fucking rocking, man. <laughs> wow. That's fucking so funk cool. shit. Yeah. Gannon. Yeah. Let's freaking talk about that freaking song that we just heard. I love it. Uh, when I first heard it, I listened to it about seven times in a row. That mm-hmm. is from Gio Benedetti. You know him. Gio Benedetti. Gio you love him. The cousin yeah. of the show. Coming, the cousin, cousin of the, the show. show. If you ever seen Gannon with a look of glee on his face, that was a time to see a, a Gannon glee look. <laughs> yeah, like when Gannon was on glee. <laughs> yeah, like that when was Gannon was he, sang he in that musical Gannon on glee. glee. I love those residuals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, you've, <laughs> if you've ever walked in on Gannon in the bathroom, that is not a look of glee. That is a look of get the fuck out of the bathroom, Mick Dog. Dude, I thought it was yeah. a look of pee. I told you there was a PP segment. At the beginning of this, they said there's no PP segment, Gannon. You're just sort of like, we, well, we always have to say that to you, Gannon, so that you show up, all right? All right yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be here if we didn't make that promise. To I you. promise you, I will never die. <laughs> You've tried to kill him before, listeners. Yeah, but shout out, thanks, thanks, Gio, and uh, our song. Yeah. Very funny, very groovy, very powerful. So fucking groovy. Seriously, Gio, thank you for all the music you provided the show. Uh, again, guys, GioBenedetti.com. Yeah, check out. Yeah, check out the damn SoundCloud. Also, yeah, also, check. he's in two great. He was in two great bands, Toast Machine and The Brothers Comatose. One, That's legit. One a two-person bass and drums jamming piece, like anyone in Petaluma knew about toast machine and brothers comatose a fucking very 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 fucking good bluegrass band yeah, really like, fun every mm-hmm. time I, I caught him in chicago it was like a 
a blast. So yeah. Have they had a tiny desk yet? Because if not, that's oh, fine. I don't know. I don't know. They got they got damn numbers. I don't know. I don't know if we could litigate on that, but <laughs> yeah, we gotta get them a tiny desk. <laughs> should we? Should we make a ban? No. Is that, are we like missing out? Are we shooting ourselves in the foot by not making a band? What what instruments can we all play? I can play clarinet to a fourth grade level. I can play ukulele, and I can play hot cross buns on the recorder. <laughs> P- piano, uh, seventh grade level, but like a ninth grader who was held back in seventh grade. Mm, I also okay. play main tank pretty well. Ooh, nice. God, <laughs> God damn it! I was waiting for my go around. <laughs> Casey, what I, instrument do you play? I'm the I'm the joke monster who waited too long to make a joke. <laughs> That's I, the instrument he plays. I, Grumbles. I played regret and Goldeneye on N64 while you nerds do your <laughs> slappers only. Big head mode. I play guitar. Yeah, he, this is true. true. He, he plays guitar. Yeah. Fucking jams. Yeah, he plays this blue guitar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this holographic <laughs> blue guitar. That's right. And I'm uh, picking it up and I'm putting it down. <laughs> <laughs> Casey uh, Casey plays the the <clears throat> Jews harp, and I hate the way he says that. <laughs> <laughs> really lets that first that, like, word hang. Yeah. Yeah. I love Sometimes being, doesn't even get to the second one. The one person here who had an Austin Powers bar mitzvah. <laughs> Shame on you, Casey, Tony. Shame on you. But you also, know what? Uh, happy Jewish New Year. Dude, uh, <laughs> thank you for celebrating Sukkot with me. Yes, dude. I will see you in the Sukkot hut. <laughs> uh, the Neoscum Sukkot hut. Guys, let's cut the fucking shit. We're here for a reason. Yeah. We got a merch store. We got yeah. a merch store, baby. And I know you're thinking, hey, I see those Neoscum t-shirts every Friday. People got shirts. You guys don't understand how this is the brand new Neoscum merch store stacked full. And this is just the beginning, baby. Stacked full of cool ass friggin' items. We got new shirts. New we shirts. got new shirts. New shirt. Well, hey, 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 let's not downplay it here. They're not just new shirts. They're new designs and that can go on many different things. That's right. You want a shower curtain? You got a shower curtain. You, got a shower you curtain. want a baby clothes? You got some baby can clothes. Can I put it on my diaper? No, but you can get a sticker and put it uh-huh. on the, your own diaper. You got stickers. You got uh, other stuff. You, you got a phone wipe- case. You got a whole bunch of different things. You ever want to wipe your ass with nails gum? Well, now you can buy a fucking towel and wipe your ass. Yeah, yeah. dude, stop using your iPhone and then having to throw it away after when you're listening. Yeah, for real. Disposable iPhones are the wave of the past. Mm-hmm. Now, wave of the future, wiping your ass with a towel. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Wow. That's right, loser. Uh, and not only that, uh, I made a logo, a Neoscum logo. What? Dan and made a logo. Speaking like, of fucking rock music. I'm not, if you can tell I'm which one here. it is. Yeah, see if you can figure it out. I'm out, <laughs> here. I'm out here. I'm looking at streetwear. I'm looking at, yes. I'm like, dang, wouldn't it be cool if Neoscum logo is great. It is super cool, but what if I could wear it and it looks like a? It's a free. It's a black metal logo. Everyone's doing the black metal. All the trap guys are doing black metal stuff. Black metal's cool. So I did my take on a black metal neo scum. And it's and, okay. And, so fucking good. And what's great about his black metal logo is that we have that black metal logo in black, and we have that black metal logo in red, which is what's called a red metal logo. That must and be. We also <laughs> have a white metal logo. Red, red metal is all about taste. Logo. You can <laughs> yeah. like taste do quick <laughs> fire magic, and then they like, have a good then, offensive uh, capabilities. And then the white metal logo can obviously heal your guys but sometimes they're given offensive spells me i like pretty offensive white metal is pretty (laughs) fucking offensive pretty all offensive spells you like what i like a i like a a a blue 
metal, but I realize that you You're already said to be haste. Queen over there. Or well, a, a blue in Final Fantasy V was time magic. So I like a blue metal. I like slow motion. That's, and then I was that's like, that's Yu-Gi-Oh, just my man. He... That's Yu-Gi-Oh. And okay, dude, Time Wizard's a blue guy. We don't get it. Let's You're right. get a rainbow one. What are we doing? Let's get a rainbow. Oh, that is a good yeah. idea. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool as yeah. well. See, this is what we are fucking talking about, guys. We have a merch store, and all of these ideas and more and less will all be on the merch store. And I do want to also give a special shout out to Jordan at Dread Singles. Our um, uh, Void Merch. Voidmerch.net. Uh, who designed of our Void several Merch of Void our Merch. designs. The Neo Scum Good font is and his design. And then there's also a very new design up there. Which that, is so fucking cool. Which is so cool. I feel like Jordan so is kind of like this like baron who looks after us from yes. his tower. I, I he is our say, sweet guardian. Uh, if you play a and d and you make a warlock, you have to pick a patron ancient entity that is like, Ooh, the, you know, like master like of the, your, yeah, mm, so he's our like God. demonic, you know, patron. So. We are all yes. cold flames <laughs> for life and death. See us. We've given our souls. We are part of the void. Hereafter. Yeah. What up, Jess, too? What up, hey, Jess? What up, what up Jess? Jess? Keep in keep your eyes out. There's gonna be a lot more about the merch store. That thing is gonna be popping off. We have so many more ideas uh, in the future that we hope to expand on. Like uh, a Neo Scum shirt with just an N on it. A, a Neo Scum shirt with just an E on it. A, a Neo Scum shirt with just an O on it. A Neo Scum shirt with just an S on it. Wait for it. A Neo Scum shirt and with just a U on it. A Neo Scum shirt with just cum on it. Yeah. And you know what? If you want a full Neo Scum shirt with Come on it. That can be arranged. Just, get, just yes, go to yeah. Casey's room. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> a bunch of stuff. We're, we threw a bunch of stuff too. We're also throwing uh, oh, stuff over full, here. Full, uh, full latex. Hey, uh, I got this. <laughs> yeah, we will vacuum you. We'll vacuum you inside. We'll vacuum you inside. <laughs> like we'll hang yeah. you from the ceiling. Yeah. You will call. You will call us Shellob the Spider. As we <laughs> put you in our Neo Scum web. And mm, for the f- shit out of you. <laughs> well, that, that, that back to with just an M on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's for um, Mike. So, uh, here's a little fun thing, you guys. I'm gonna say this very slowly. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna cheer you on yeah. to celebrate. Because she's not gonna repeat it. The launch of our very own Neo Scum merch shop. We have three special giveaway codes for ten dollars off of whatever. Thingy you want to get from that shop, you can get yourself a freaking art print. I don't, I don't know. Get whatever. We have three codes, and we will be doing a drawing. So all that we ask is that you guys tweet something, but it must include the hashtag listen to Neoscum. So suggestions of things they can tweet. Oh, I was also going to say spell it out T O, not the number two. Right. Yes. Listen T O. Don't try to get Neoscum. cute with this. Please, please tweet at a famous person that you think would like the show. Hashtag listen to Neoscom with your personal plea to them to listen because we could sure use a famous person in our Ooh. corner. I'm talking about H- Henry Winkler. Is that Go a guy? ahead, do mm-hmm. Henry Winkler, the, the Fonz. I don't know. Do we want that? Oh, yeah. We want Henry Winkler listening to the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and tweet at Betty White because you know I love the Golden Girls. She's the only one still alive. I love you, Betty White. Uh, um, Paul Giamatti. I've heard he's very nice to work with on set. 
Vin, Vin, Vin Diesel. Oh, sorry, I, Vin, Vin Diesel. Vin, Vin Diesel has a D, his D and D character tattoo. Oh, oh, The Rock, Dwayne oh, Johnson. Yeah. Please tweet The at, Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Also, uh, also Johnson, The Rock, Dwayne. <laughs> yes. And you, we are not limiting it to tweeting at famous people. You can also tweet some fan art. You can tweet a favorite moment of the show. You can tweet whatever you want, but you must include hashtag Listen to Neos. You could even, yeah, you don't have to tweet it to famous people. You could even tweet it to System Mastery. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Tim and Craig. Shout out Tim and Craig. Shout out to Greg and Jeff. Shout out to David Diggs. Shout out to my my college professor, Gary Meyer. Greg Poop and Tim Combs. Greg Poop and Tim Combs are pillars in the role-playing community. Yeah. Keep it in! Anyway, so we're keeping it in. I I do want to say, also, this drawing will end at 11.59. Sirens. PM Central Time on October 11th. You want to know why that is? Because that is the last minute before Neo Scum Friday, in y'all. Chicago yes. time. In, in Chicago, Chicago time. In Chicago time. time. It's also the last minute of the day after Eleni's birthday. It oh, is. my God. My birthday is ten ten. Okay. 10, so 10. this is pressing, guys. Which is also her Don't. eyesight. <laughs> it's also her. My <laughs> eyesight is ten out of ten. Also her favorite Belgian comic that was maybe a little anti-Semitic. <laughs> ten ten again. Uh, pretty racist. It was but pretty offensive. That was a white metal comic for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Casey's playing from his Jews harp again. Oh God. God damn. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. Uh, I'm so sorry, in. Rabbi Luxembourg. <laughs> uh, so hop on that competition. You're going to be seeing it on a Twitter. Don't forget, get it in now. Uh, and then get it out. And listen it to Neo Scum by the end of day central time on Thursday. And then on uh, October 11th at some – I'm sorry. I'm lying. On October 12th, we will be announcing the three winners on Twitter. So make sure you check out our Twitter at Neo Scum throughout the day, and we will be – uh, sharing who won those codes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I might even say a sneak peek of who won on my personal Twitter, twitter.com slash it's Migdal time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Follow it's and you'll a... get the deets. <laughs> hey, I, I, just want to, <laughs> I think it's I think fair that you also got to follow the Neoscum account. Uh, you're probably already following the Neoscum account, but I don't want somebody being like, what's this? Listen to Neoscum. Well, of course you do because we're going to DM you the code. So if you're not following us, then... Fool. 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 That's a great point. Fool me point. once. You know what? Shame on me. Great point. Why don't Fool you me just twice. go ahead and follow Can't all of us man. while we're at it? Yeah. At Electric Eleni, at Casey Pony, at e. Gannon Reedy, at Blair Britt. Blur, Blurbot? With that, no, no, that's, Blair you have an underscore though, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about it, huh? You guys okay, are, you have yeah. an underscore in between Blair and Brit? Yeah, let's... Well, let's, we needed to know that. Yeah, well, guess who, Guess who's got Blair, Brit? And guess who has Blurbot? Random people on Twitter who don't fucking deserve it. JPC so, has it, right? Uh, yeah, JPC. <laughs> John Patrick Cullen, my boss. He's got it, okay, and at I want... Sky Jack Please don't keep podcast. this podcast. No, there's a bunch of stuff in here that you're going to have to cut out, I think. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. And then maybe cut it right on back in. <laughs> After yeah. you've sped it up to make us sound like chipmunks because JPC does to Ooh. all of our podcasts at two times speed. I will say this. Oh, that's right. Every time we talk about JPC, we have to speed it up so we won't be able to understand yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So too fast. Here's a fun, just like headcanon that I have. 
Uh, the reason why Casey, it takes so long for Casey to edit the episodes is because he's actually super fast, but then he drinks a potion that turns him into, <laughs> turns him into evil Casey Tony, who just starts ruining the episode, and then good Casey Tony's constantly pursuing evil Casey Tony's edits, and one day the two shall meet. But evil Casey oh Tony God, does wow, a lot be... better job uh, cleaning, so that's why he keeps taking the potion over and over again. Are you talking about the, like, just in general? I was trying to come up with, like, a way, a reason well, why he's Jekyll and Hyde, like, well, you know, Hyde's, like, Jack Here's or what I'll say. Or Jekyll is. Jekyll's jacked. Uh, here, Jekyll's jacked. Hyde is. They're all jacked. Hyde is hot. Sky jacks. Is jacks. Yeah. Um, here's what I'll say. It, and, I mean, I think it is fair to think, like, why do I take the potion then? And I, I will clear the air. Nobody fucks me like Evil Casey. Oh! oh. Put the harp away. Like Put the harp away. Put the harp away. Oh, my God. The train is coming out of oh. Casey's mouth. Oh, oh, my God. What a horror. What a horror. Oh, oh, oh. that was a small train. Yeah. All right. So we have 25 more minutes left. <laughs> in this good. Good. Does anyone else want to say any more celebrities? Get them off your chest. <laughs> oh, um, every living member of Hawkwind. Boom. Every living member. Let's list Ooh. them now. Luffy from One Piece. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yuffie yeah, from Final Fantasy VII. Ooh, nice. That one Andrew Luck satire account on Twitter where it posts everything as if he's like an 1850s soldier. The quarterback? The yeah. um, all the Spice Girls. I need all the Spice Girls to be on Neo Scum. Ginger. Baby. Posh, scary. Sport. Scary. That would be Jerry Hallowell, Emma Bunton, Melanie Chisholm, lover. Melanie Brown, and Victoria Beckham. Ooh. Thank you so much. Don't forget Spicy Foam. Spicy foam spice. Oh, don't forget the movie The Mistress of Spices. Dylan McDermott's in that movie. Yeah, he is. And oh, I can't remember and her Zachary name, but Quinto. she's amazing. Throw him in there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Zachary Quinto. Hey, Zachary Quinto. I got oh, Gio Benedetti to listen to. <laughs> listen to Neo Scum. Guys, I got a question. Uh, you, can, you can use the bathroom. Okay, thank you. That was evil Casey peeing into good Casey's mouth. Yeah. Uh, he's right, no again. one fucks him. <laughs> what? That's it's, what like a, it's when you suck the poop back in. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a mood. Okay. Pumpkin. I was just gonna say, has somebody made this joke eight million times? Pumpkin spice? Uh, oh no, look, there's jo- a train coming out of my in case it got fucked again. <laughs> Bye. 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 We're going to Pox. So Pox has been sitting quietly, eyes wide, looking at her friends. And she... Is there still fire around them or no more fire? The fire the fire is... The Xanadu is now beyond the fire about one Xanadu length away. So the fire is still relatively close. Cool. Well, so there's some faint glow of the fire. There's also the glow of the stars and the moons, like you were just talking about the moons, the multiple moons. Uh, and Pots sort of stares off out the window and she lowers her face and as she lowers her face the shadow is cast over her eyes and she puts her hood on and goes invisible she 
creeps to the back of Xanadu. The trailer? Yeah, from the back of the trailer. And from the back of the trailer, she grabs on to the back of the, the door. Is it still raised at all? You can raise it, it. Okay, so it's ra- she raises it, and she hops up onto the back of the trailer to see who's up there. Give me a gymnastics rule for that. And this is happening. I'm going to say that this has been happening. You are moving. This you like this this movement takes place like from the beginning of the combat like you duck out move to the back are moving to the back pop up the back of it and now just now as as tech is having this vision you are climbing to the roof one hit you want a decent so, edge do i have edge yeah pimp well she's an elf uh, so she I'm has an elf, less so, yeah. yeah i have like one edge like yeah. one or but two but you probably got might... some back from I don't know. Let's see. Where do I find my edge? No, I apparently have zero edge. Wait, but that's th- probably just because you spent an edge on an earlier thing and haven't had one restored. You would have had one restored after conking out at blisters. It blisters. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll spend an edge. Three hits total. That is good enough. Boom. Okay. So you're swinging around. So so describe yourself climbing up Xanadu as it is moving at about 60 miles an hour. Uh, she flings her arms out and very lifely uh, is able to grab onto the handlebar that's on the side and like whoop, sort of back flips up. Oh, sweet. Okay, you back flip up. Doing, uh, doing, doing a cool backflip, landing so that you are looking off at the, at the back of Xanadu, seeing the flames behind. Turning around, you see two dark figures. You see them just for a flash. One is holding, because he had dark vision as an elf, one is holding a two-handed sword with a golden hilt. The other, a massive but simple sort of like wooden halberd with a, with a blade at the top. Both are low on the vehicle, keeping their balance. One has like a breathing mask around their mouth. One is like lean, a lean woman, but with like these large biceps. Both have their faces painted in black paint with these very intense white accents. And that is all you see. What would how, you like to do here? How close am I to them and how close are they to each other? They are about four feet away from you. And they're about two feet from each other. And how far are they each from the edges of the, the roof? About a foot. Okay, so Pox... <laughs> what a dumbass. Pox, with her invisibility cloak on, slowly walks up to the one with the wooden staff. Yeah. Who is, let's say, on the right, and the other one is on the left. Yeah. And she, with all of her strength, pushes her so that she knocks into the other one and hopefully... Knocks them both off the roof. Okay. Can you give me an unarmed there? Ganon, did they have wings? <laughs> no, she didn't see wings. Ah, invisible wings. <laughs> I know exactly what kind of demon that is. Invisible Wings by Alan Thatcher. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's another whole book I have to write for the canon. Uh, guys, come on. Stop naming Alan Thatcher books. <laughs> 50,000 words. No. On my desk can't one of these, Monday. Can't one of these be a novella? Jesus. I got five hits. <gasps> five hits. Yes. Very good, very good, very good. Very that rolls. Good, very good. Gotta get that strength in that roll. 
by the way, I just want to clear the air and say that earlier, uh, Gannon said it's up to us if we pooped our pants and there is a little nasty kinder egg of a turd in Dak's diaper. Oh, oh boy. Good thing you wore the diaper. Good thing. It's for erotic purposes, though, so it's going to be a whole big thing. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. What's up, my pimp? Blair, Blair just showed me a SpongeBob uh, Squidward uh, erotica picture. Oh, cool. That he had saved on his phone. Eleni, <laughs> that was a really good role. Describe throwing them both off of Xanadu. <laughs> okay. So Pox slowly creeps up behind the person with the wooden staff. Any, yeah. any other details about what they look like? Yeah. With the staff, as you get closer, you see it's an orc. You can see as they turn their face left and right, as they're, they're, they're moving forward, they're trying to get further ahead on the vehicle, but it's very hard for them to move. You are walking like you're just walking down the middle of a street in the regular old day. No problem for you being this very agile elf, but these guys are sort of like creeping along the top of the roof trying to get forward. But you see that this, this orc here in front of is an orc female, and as they turn, like, you can see the face paint is, it's like this white symbols, like, bleeding from the eyes and mouth is what it looks like. It's like this very intense-looking corpse paint type thing. And she's, like, super muscular, and as you see her eyes, you don't see any fear in her tiny eyes. And she is standing face-to-face with her, but she doesn't see her. (laughs) And Pox remembers when she was littler, having an au pair that was uh, an orc, and this au pair disappeared mysteriously and she could only imagine the horrors that probably ensued and why this au pair disappeared probably because of her dad probably because she got killed and seeing this sort of like blood spilling out of her face is like it's almost haunting like uh, a premonition or like a backwards premonition I don't know something like of that um and so Pox stares at her for a second. She's honestly a little bit horrified, but then with all of her might, she gears up to push them off, and she says, bye-bye, and just pushes. One just, like, totally caught off balance, slams into the other one, and they both just flip off of the truck like a, like a, like a piece of paper flying over a freeway, just, and then they're gone in the darkness. For what it's worth, the truck is going 76 trombones fast. So yeah, not- yeah. So they and <laughs> she has dark vision, so she could probably see exactly yeah. where they land as they bump on the road. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see oh. him. You see him. Okay. Yeah. You see him fall. One breaks their neck. The other one's leg splits up in an ugly way and bounces a couple of times. Oh, we got trouble. Combat. That's right. Over. Oh, fuck me. Fuck. Oh, wait. Can fuck. I say one other thing? Yeah. Is the zocular drone floating nearby? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's, exactly, she... that's, that's what I was going to oh, That's okay. what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, uh, trying to like, fuck. I was just going to catch No, it. yeah. I, I, I like that. I like uh, Z freaking out about it before he realizes that you're up there. Okay, cool. Uh, fuck. 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 I lost my, ah, I lost my fucking drone. Fuck. Fuck. So Pox is on the roof, sees the ocular drone floating, and... <laughs> 
catches it in her hand. Golden snitch style. Golden, Harry Potter. Yeah. And, and like at that exact second, Z goes, <gasps> this is Pox's And she mom. looks. She, no, no, no. no. <laughs> no he, he goes, oh, my God. They have, they, they have it. Deck. They, they have my drone. Pox turns the eye towards her as she's holding it on the roof. And she goes. Hi, my friend. Oh. And then Dad goes, damn you, Jill Nore. <laughs> Were you googling demons over there? I, mean, I just I just went to this thing that was fantasy succubus name generator. <laughs> real quick, real quick. One of the one of the succubus names is just Meredith. <laughs> I love that there is some bitter ass dude making a succubus name generator. I mean, I'll put people in like uh, book clubs, oh women's book clubs, or or in Congress. <laughs> oh my god! Real quick, get incubus names, Dylan. Oh, okay. no, that's his dining. I know. Look, <laughs> you can't lie. <laughs> right. Editorialize. For the sake of the. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Patty. Anyway, Jill Nore, I will get your eye back. Zenith, I swear. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, never mind. I and think then Pox has it. Now. A little a little Pox hand comes into the window with the just with the ocular drone holding it. Thank and then she creeps her head creeps her head down into the window and her hair first you just see her hair fall forward hello uh and and it's it's like that uh it's the famous vatican painting for a second you know it's just mm. the uh i'm i'm like like pimping someone hard into some fan art here but <laughs> oh, you're talking about vatican art who do you think is gonna do that uh yeah. joe uh, but, uh, but uh, pox is like from above like dropping the ocular drone <laughs> while z is reaching across the seat to hold the ocular drone oh, in his uh, hand yeah uh, god and um, adam at, uh, oh. Is that what it is? Wow, that thunder is crazy. Yeah, uh, meanwhile, sure. while that's happening, um, there's a uh, sort of impressionist painting of, <laughs> of Daxol leaving Xanadu and flying back into his mouth. His eyes go white and he uh, <laughs> takes a, a deep breath and goes, it doesn't count unless you come. What? <laughs> what? I never came, Jilnore. <laughs> we'll we'll get into it later. You know, we'll expand on this. Uh, but anyway, Z says, "Thanks, Pox. I thank you for everything." You're so welcome. You want to help me in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And then Z like moves over from across the seat and then helps and then, her in. Yeah, Pox sort of like flops into the into the car. Ah, uh, so we got four people probably panting heavily. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is it? What does it mean that the uh, foci has been activated? Oh yeah. Uh, so as you guys are like all sort of like catching your breath, uh, 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 Tech has stopped. Obviously, where's Tech right now? I mean, he was up front yelling. He's like kind of in the front seat, but he's like half on the center console. But at this point, he's starting to like level out. He's not talking into it anymore. He feels something's different. He recognizes some, something's different. This is not because, like, Pox cleared that that communication hasn't even happened. He's just... Would anyone happen to be looking at Tech Wizard or is everyone just sort of taking care of their own shit? I think at this point, at least Z is like, D- what What happened? Did you Did you get rid of them? Oh, yeah. I, pu- I pushed them right off. They just went, whoop! Um, just splattered on the street. That was honestly the first time I've used my ocular drone in a moving vehicle, and 
I, I'm I'm realizing now that was an awful. That was a stupid. That was a stupid idea. I guess we just won't do that again. Yeah. The tech wizard. So so you're there. You're panting. You're listening to these guys talk. You just had this very intense experience, yelling and and in this vision and and the lightning and uh, everything is just such a jumble. Sort of like how it was a jumble for these the other three guys at the beginning of the episode. But uh, um. You, but you feel like a strange connection with your father. Like, for the first time, it's almost like he was just in the room and you were just talking to him and you had, like, a nice conversation and then he just walked out of the room. But it's like that feeling like, oh, I was just talking to my dad. Like, this feeling of connection. And a little bit of, what do you call it, situational irony or whatever. I can't remember how to use it. Dramatic irony? The, the camera right now is on Tech Wizard, a profile of him thinking about how he's feeling, but no one is noticing that his robes, the stars and the moons, and the stars and moons are all glowing very faintly. Tech, as this happens, just just instinctually wraps his arms around himself as if he were hugging himself. And it kind of feels like your dad's there. And then just silently, like, tears are, like, streaming down his face. But he's not, like, he's not, like, like weeping or crying or sad. He's, it's just happening. Everyone's tired. Everyone's panting. Tech Wizard feels a strange connection with a family member who he hasn't seen in over a decade or two. And... What are we, what are we seeing outside? Like, what is the landscape like? It's dark. It's very dark now. The sun has fully set. No more twilight. So we're looking out the front of the truck, and it's, like, pitch black except for the brights, right? Yeah. And then in the side view mirrors, is it just, like, flames? Oh, no, that's behind, that's far behind you now. Maybe the glow oh, on the horizon. Okay. Uh, the brights of Xanadu are, are are tracing out the, uh, the, the road ahead of you, which is starting to turn a little bit in the distance. Well, you can't see anything in the distance at all, so it's all just everything with kind of, like, trees cliffside the stream next to you the smell of wood the smell of fire oh my god what about Scott? He's fine. Oh, yeah. I healed him Scott? You know, he's just like sleeping like a baby now. Oh, okay. Scott? <laughs> Scott. Scott? Scott. What a, what a luxury being able to sleep through hell. And then Dak winks at God. Dak, do you think we're real right now? Yeah, you guys are real. I'm real. Real cool. <laughs> 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 yeah, sounds good. The, the, the moon, the moon hangs above you, and it is beautiful, and it is full, and the, the robes glow, and the moon glows, and uh, and yeah, and blackout. Don't give me an and yeah, blackout. <laughs> and yeah, blackout. <laughs> and yeah, blackout. Now that's blackout. what I call a blackout. Listen to this. Yeah. This Casey. is me restoring my zero edge. 
Wow. <laughs> Whoa! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You hit every. If you get all hits of every single thing you I'm roll, gonna say already, whatever, wherever you're going with this, no. Oh. Oh, so, so she <laughs> doesn't lose all of her eggs. Wow, that's oh, great. That double negative got you there, Mr. GM. My nerve. And yeah, then blackout. <laughs> Got a, he's got the, the speaker fun, part of a microphone it's, over it's his fun, eye. Yeah, it's, it's my new Zenith cosplay. <laughs> yeah. He's going to no, do it every time is, we record now. This is the kind of physical comedy that ends a Neo Scum episode. Put that back up there, buddy. Okay, Let's get a little right, picky poo of picky daddy poo. over here. Oh, wait. I got to get it. Get was, it right in the right spot. Give me a little gun hand, too. Oh, shit, dude. It was so perfect. I'm sorry. Okay, perfection. There we go. There we go. Oh. Lightning only strikes once. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Boom. You got it. There we go. Badass. Wow. That's so badass. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it went away. I was just trying to make you laugh, Gannon. You, you, you succeeded. You succeeded. Neil Scum is... Blair Britt. Mike Migdahl. Gannon Reedy. Eleni Sovajow. And Casey Tony. If you like Neo Scum, check out other one-shot shows, like Design Doc. Join host Hannah Schaefer and Evan Rowland as they redesign their first role-playing game. Design Doc is an experiment in public participatory analog game design. It's fun, it's messy, and you're invited along for the ride. This episode of Neo Scum features music from Hozak Records. It may have been edited or modified for use. Track and artist details can be found in the liner notes for this episode. Learn more about Hozak and the artists they support at hozakrecords.com. Hozak.